Welcome to the IAB UK podcast. Hello and welcome to the IAB UK Connected podcast. From the IAB, I'm James Chandler, here with another episode in our Connected series, which is focused on surfacing some of the most relevant trends, new behaviours and sharpest opinions from an industry in lockdown. This podcast is just one part of a wider initiative we launched in March called IAB UK Connected. It's our response to us all being more socially and physically distant. Online, you can find a raft of bite-sized training sessions, our series of seminars re-engineered as Zoom sessions, and a hub of the very best lockdown initiatives from our members. In today's episode, I chat with Louise Richardson, Pinterest's Director of Marketing for Europe. Amongst her many accolades, Mindshare's Huddle and Snap's School of Snapchat are both her brainchilds. And she's got the most perfectly arranged grouping of Pinterest boards I've ever come across. We cover everything from pin and lockdown behaviour to how Pinterest isn't just another social network. And somewhere near the end, get into the all-important question of what Lou is using as a makeshift laptop stand. It's a good one. But we started by talking about what had been going on with engagement on Pinterest in the weeks since lockdown. Globally, as as you can imagine, I guess, Pinterest has um, hit all-time highs in terms of engagement over the past few weeks. So just in the UK alone, searches are up 55% year-on-year. Board, um, board creation has gone up 52% year-on-year from April uh, 2019 to April now. I think one of the most interesting things we're seeing is just a real spike in new board creation. So um, people are coming onto Pinterest and and actually grouping what they're looking for in terms of inspiration into boards. So we're obviously looking at things like ideas for how to cook my lunch and make that interesting, um, uh, home decor. Um, Clearly, we're all stuck at home with our kids stuck at home enjoying this excellent time at home with our children um so there's been a 43 percent increase in in home organization there's been a 19 percent increase in the other end of the scale spa days at home so um pinterest being the platform where people come for inspiration um as you could imagine this has been a a, a time of, of huge growth and engagement for us and there's this phrase that keeps coming up. Um, Kantar talked about it. The brilliant Peter Field talked about it. But it's this sort of um, demand is only delayed. It's not going away completely. We're all in, entirely in the same boat here. So um, all I'm doing on Pinterest or everyone doing, it, I'm just sort of like just stating stuff that I'm probably going to do at some point. But I've got exponentially more time to do it, I guess. Yeah. And I mean, Pinterest has always been that way. Mm. So, I mean, that's always been the place that Pinterest, the, the, the part that Pinterest has played in people's lives. I mean, our, our CMO put it really nicely uh, last week in that, you know, Pinterest is the place where people come to plan for what could happen, as opposed to scrolling through things that already did. So, you know, there's something really, really lovely about the role that mm. Pinterest plays in people's lives. I think what's interesting for us now is is that that's expanding to more and more people so you know we've got 15 million monthly unique visitors in the uk that that number is increased year on year so i think that it's actually pinners have always known that pinterest plays that role in their lives whereas now we're getting more and more people on the platform who are actively coming to us i think the other thing about planning is pinterest is a place where you plan for the future so Mm. um you know we're already seeing people looking at what they're going to be doing for christmas you know what is christmas going to look like at at the end of this year um and pinners 
would normally start earlier but in the current situation they're just starting even earlier so mm. um yeah so um, i mean i agree with peter field i think that brands should try to be active on this journey because if they are silent then they're essentially they're missing out on all yeah. of that planning and all of that preference setting that people are doing now i can't believe the starter pistol has been fired on christmas already incredible we I mean, don't need to wait for the john lewis ad in uh, july or wherever it comes out i mean we've done it today yeah. it's, it's going <laughs> yeah. um, different, different types of behavior though lou have you seen anything so the um um, you know, it's no surprise that, that numbers are up, but have you seen sort of talked about some of them there around home decor and, and recipes and kids and stuff, any other changes in behaviors or new trends that you're seeing? That's the thing we're sort of obsessed with that we're hearing more and more is just changes to platforms. The app stores look completely different to what they used to. Any, anything in particular with how people are using it that is only a result of the last seven weeks? Yeah, I mean, again, I think it's slightly difficult to pick out that behaviour on Pinterest because Pinterest is a place for the future. So it's it's actually quite difficult to see what is what are other than the, the, the massive spikes in engagement, but what are the things that people are searching for um, are are definitely subject related. So obviously, um, there's lots more homeschooling searches, there's lots more home decor searches. But really, the thing that we we find most interesting is that consumers seem to be from our pinner data already in a future phase. Mm. So uh, again, pinners naturally plan earlier. um, But we have been not surprised i guess but we have been delighted to see that our consumers are our, our users are looking forward to the futures so i think it's not you know other platforms and other businesses have maybe had to pivot from a kind of a, a normal to to new yeah. normal yeah. whereas i feel like we have always been that source of inspiration for people we've always been the place where people come because they want to make positive changes in their lives and and actively want to act upon the content that they're seeing on pinterest so i think for us we're we're not necessarily pivoting from one place to another we're just seeing lots more people pile on and lots more interesting searches that are related to to the current situation yeah it's really interesting uh, and just on that you, you you talked about how you know the behavior you're seeing now isn't isn't a new behavior that's what people come to pinterest to do do you unfairly uh, get sort of lumped in with social networks you know feed-based things where um, you know, Twitter's about what I'm doing right now. Instagram might be me looking brilliant at doing something, and, and we sort of go on and on. Do you yeah. do you find yourself in that category and have to have to sort of explain that you're not maybe? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I mainly in my career want to find a job where I just say we're not social media over and over <laughs> and over again, which I feel like. Well, you used that, to work for a camera company. So, I, mean, that's, that's I used to work for a camera company, Jim, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, the, the um, Pinterest, we've always kind of called ourselves like personal media as opposed mm. to social media so you know that there, there simply aren't any of the kind of metric vanity metrics that you have on other platforms there's not that kind of communication obviously um users can interact with one another but we are simply not social media i think that um if you think of how an average agency is set up an average brand is set up there are clear buckets of both yeah. resource and and budget um for different channels and because pinterest is is so unique we perhaps do suffer from not not actually being placed in any of those buckets that said 
um, our users and our and the brands that that are leaning into Pinterest that they they know the value of the platform. Mm. So, you know, it's such a huge opportunity for me personally to come in and to, to actually just need to communicate that to them. So, yeah. I feel like the brands that are already on Pinterest know that you know we we have an audience that comes to us with with the most commercial intent I can think of on any other platform. Um, you know, I come here to, to buy stuff, to, to shop, to find inspiration, to, um, to make changes to my life. And I think that, um, you know, it's a lofty claim, but one that when I was going through the motions to kind of come on board at Pinterest, it was the one that really struck me that, you know, advertising on Pinterest is, is so additive to the experience mm. in a way that I can't, I, I can't genuinely think of another platform where branded content is what people are looking for. And, you know, 97% of searches on Pinterest remain unbranded at the moment. So the, the opportunity there for brands mm. to kind of tap into that it's huge and and i think you know that that that's the delightful job that i find myself having and especially at the moment where agencies and brands are uncertain and we you know we think that we can offer something um to them as a way of kind of navigating the future um but but yeah i agree with you i think that's times uh, a slight lack of comprehension about the product and bundling us in with all the other guys um is sometimes to our detriment um, well, let's talk a bit more about agencies and advertisers then. What's the sense you're getting from the market um, right now? And I imagine that was probably different. I mean, as we've done this podcast every week, the the mood music, didn't think I'd ever say that, the mood music has changed a bit from very early on to now where we feel like we're in a slightly different place. But what's your take on it? Yeah, well, we actually um, have done a lot of work on this over the last few weeks. So we conducted um, a, a, a bunch of interviews with CMOs and a- agencies across the globe and kind of a framework of, of uh, that we called Inspire Through Uncertainty. But it was really looking at the kind of four stages of a crisis. Um, mm. it, it, and obviously this one is, forgive me, unprecedented, um, but... Um, But there are four stages. So, you know, the first stage, triage information, what the hell is going on? I think that that a lot of brands, unfortunately, are still stuck in that phase. Um, And I think that they are as disorientated as some parts of of their audience and of their consumer consumer groups. And Mm. I think that um, that's the conversation where people are are cutting media budgets and just trying to immediately navigate their way through through the next the, the next few weeks. I think that you know there's a there's an empathy and relevance stage which which we've all seen. We've all seen the kind of identical COVID adverts from brands that, that are going out there. And I think that you know we understand your your pain. We're there yeah. for you. I think that's a, a really interesting stage. But again, I feel that a lot of brands are still in that stage. Um, where to refer back to the fact that we know that consumers are already looking to the future. So um, I think there's a bit of a disconnect there between what people actually want and and the lag that I think some advertisers uh, are are suffering from. Um, And then, you know, I think where we are now in the UK, because obviously different parts of the world are doing this at different stages, but where we are in the UK, we think is one of escapism, optimism, like that, that real sense of, when this is all over, mm. I'm going to 
mainly go to the pub but when this is all <laughs> over um you know you're you're the audience is starting to get bored uh, you know people are starting to get restless people are starting to look into the future yeah. and so i think that brands that are really working to kind of shift their messaging from a place of support and empathy to a place of inspiration and planning i think i think really works for them and then obviously there's a kind of recovery a rebound um yeah. that will come um and again brands that are really looking towards that phase the recovery and rebrand phase i think that they're, they're going to be the ones that that um that win but i think i've got so much empathy for for agencies in particular at this time you know they they've got big um uh cohorts of people who yeah. who are working really really challenging times so um you know what we want to do as a platform is just really really support people and help them help them through that yeah and i mean there's I mean, we've talked to people about virtual pitching and people kind of working yeah, through gosh. the night because of the the sense that stuff is kind of changing if not week to week you know sometimes day to day where you're either going to reopen stores or you're going to get the supply chain moving again so it's it's sort of very strange time. I mean, lots of the stories that you're seeing come out of agency are, um, uh, you know, redundancies and furloughing, but people I've spoken to mm. have said they've never been more busy. And of course you're trying to do that in a different environment to what you're used to as well. Um, on, um, on a very human level, you've been at Pinterest five, six months, um, done your onboarding and all that kind of thing, no doubt before lockdown started, but um, how's it going being a new business and uh, typically you'd be going out seeing markets having face-to-face meetings getting to know people I mean you're still in the honeymoon period but um, how's it going yeah I mean god Jim it's, it's definitely challenging you know it this this wasn't the first five months that I think I, I would have liked we've got <laughs> loads of new people at Pinterest as well we've got such enormous oh, really? investment in in Europe so there's lots of new starters and you know we should have done ad week and all sorts yeah, of stuff by yeah, now and yeah. um but I think you know, one of the great things for me is, is you know, I've, I've got a, a, a relatively big team, a relatively new team, as I said, because we're really, really investing in Europe at the moment. And and what I love about it, this is going to sound so cheesy and you will probably shout at me, but, but like there is a genuine mission, you know, so so everybody, because because everybody understands the kind of personal value that Pinterest adds to their own lives, mm. there is a sense that at this time, we can be genuinely helpful to people. And I think that's super, super motivating. Like I can't, I can't think of another, um, another role that I've had where I have thought, right, I'm genuinely in a media sense, making, making a difference. Like my, my, my product is really, really helping people. Yeah. Um, and I think also the company, you know, one of the things that really attracted me to Pinterest is, is the the kind of set of values that the company um, the company is, uh, has has been built from, and and the product itself is built by design to be a positive space on the internet, and that's really important to yeah, me. Nice. Um, I think that I think as a company, you know, our commitment to um, employee well being isn't. I mean, I've never seen the like of it. So we're running um, moments um, which is about kind of well being, mindfulness, etc., which is culminating next week in a in a two day company shutdown. So oh, wow. we have decided for the sake of our employees and that we will be closing everything. And and I mean, what I love about that, it would have been so easy to say take another couple of days holiday, but the actual commitment to mm. no email, shut your laptop. 
um, you know, you need this time. Um, so yeah, so it, it's, it's not what I would have wanted, but I don't think anybody would have, <laughs> no. would have had any clue what was going to go on, but it, it has, I, I feel like I'm being really, really earnest about it, but it, it comes from a real place of, of truth about the company and about the people that work here. It, it, it's been marvelous. Well, those two days sound amazing. And it, it's, it's almost the antidote to the Metro published this morning that they think people are working 28 hours more um, since working from home. People are more anxious. People are you know, faking being busy. Um, Bruce Daisley says it best when he said people who worked from home pre-lockdown, I should say, work about 30% harder because you think people think that you're not doing a good job. So all of that kind of adds up to... Um, the novelty of doing it at the start and trying to connect big global organizations on, you know, we all had fun on hangouts and teams and zooms and that was all quite good for a bit. And then you realize you're doing, you know, 40 hours of zooms a a week. And I think we're in this phase where people are getting a bit exhausted and we also don't know when this thing's going to end. So you don't know how long you're going to do it for. Um, You've got kids, you're doing a bit of homeschooling as well. Um, Are you getting the, the you're getting the balance, right? It's not easy, but you're kind of getting there. Yeah, I mean, practically speaking, I mean, again, we live in a, a, you know, I'm so glad this happened now rather than 15 years ago when we Mm. didn't have any of the kind of tools and distractions that we now have. Mm. I mean, Disney Plus is getting a heavy hammering in my household, certainly. (laughs) Um, uh, The kids are quite literally on that right now. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, I think. I think it's, you know, Jim, I think it's more along the lines of the psychological effects. So, you know, I don't think that I'm necessarily working more, but I am working harder. Mm. Um, And I think it's just juggling all of that stuff. And the very fact is that, you know, you, if you have kids, you know that one part of your mind is always on what are they doing? And then when you're with kids, one part of your mind is on, did that email come through? My Slack is pinged 15 times in the last 10 minutes, (laughs) you know, all of those, all of those things. But I, I think I think what I love about now is I mean you know we've talked about this lots that that I feel like the world of work is a is a fairly dysfunctional place mm. generally um, just in terms we we have all these kind of old fashioned systems and processes and ideals about work and I think what's really interesting about the moment is that we are we're figuring out that it is the output of your job rather the input that that makes a difference and that's something that I've always been really interested in and I think you know it it taps into lots of stuff like women have always done this (laughs) you know women have always traditionally done more of the working from home in our industry have done more of that kind of juggling and I feel like one of the really positive things about this is actually an understanding of what that means and how successful that can be um uh, and also that it's bloody hard, but um, yeah, no, I, 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 I think that um, I, I think that it, it is depressing, but it can also that there is a real sense of optimism that this could actually change how we work for good. There's just no way we'll go back to it being uh, how it was before. It just just feels just feels impossible, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, uh, I hope so. I hope so. Um, I wanted to ask you on a personal level. Um, I mean, you're boards are a thing of beauty you know <laughs> in our, our, when our researchers were uh, prepping for this podcast i mean the the, the team of researchers you know were looking at, when you were looking at it. my pinterest wow um <laughs> I, i'd love to know the one because they're all pristine i mean they're incredible i mean it's an incredibly well organized um uh, place what's the one you're most proud of that you that, that you created or maybe the most useful 
I mean, I'm I'm on Pinterest every day. I, you know, think Good. of an archetypal Pinterest user, and that's me. And and was before, I must point out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, I mean. I mean, I, I use Pinterest for everything. I mean, mm. I, I do. It, it, it is my go-to thing. I, I go there for searches before I go to Google um, because it, it's, it's mine. It's my personal yeah, yeah, feed. Yeah. It's things that it knows me very well. It knows um, that, that it knows the, the kind of things that I want to do with my kids. But my main thing is, is my names of boards. I take this very seriously, yes, even yes, though, let's yes. face it, it's only me. But, so my latest one is obviously hair is a big, you must know this, Jim, like hair Thank is you. a big uh, obsession during lockdown. And um, uh, my hair is everything Anthony board is my current okay, um, that's a flea reference but you, know. <laughs> you don't need you, don't, uh, so, you know it's a very astute audience that listen to this podcast i think i think they would have got it i didn't get it but i think i think they would have got it um uh i've written i've written on my notes coastal bedrooms beehive doorknobs and essential oils to repel bugs they're the things that uh they're, they're like my boards um, I think I'm doing something wrong. So maybe we can talk afterwards and you can, but I'm getting a lot of beeline. Do a little door, tutorial door. for you. Yes, we should. Um, look, we always, uh, we always finish uh, with every guest with two questions. The first is to describe the view from where you're sitting for us. What can you see? Well, I can see my garden. So I'm really, really, really lucky to um, have a, a bit of outside space. I mean, that's got to be so hard at the moment yeah, not to have yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So um, I have been in between uh working and homeschooling and watching incredible amounts of netflix and um, i have been using pinterest to do my garden up so i'm looking at it now and it's absolutely beautiful so nice. counting the old blessings um and yeah. what have you got and what's your what's your laptop on we're, we're getting lots of ingenious things we're getting sort of ring binders recipe books i mean have you got you've probably got a posh stand or something have you or no, my laptop is currently propped up on four Stephen King novels. <laughs> because they're the, they're the chunkiest. They're yes. the chunkiest on the bookshelf. Very good. Very good. They've come yeah, good. Um, and the second question, <laughs> given that we are, I mean, we knew this anyway, but we're a nation of quizzes. I mean, we're doing thousands of quizzes every week with family and friends and well, anyone will do it, frankly. Um, best quiz so far of lockdown for you? Well, I was going to say the one that I wrote curated because <laughs> that was pretty amazing uh, but no actually do you know what I've been going I've been going quite old school so um you might you might remember this about me but I'm a massive fan of the the newsletter pop bitch and they've yes. been doing weekly quizzes which are very naughty and very uh very political and stuff so yeah I've been mainly doing lots of pop bitch quizzes and um, I highly recommend everybody to re-sign up to that to that newsletter at these times it's been very distracting uh well that's a fab what a fabulous way to end lou thank you so much for giving us 20 minutes or so um uh it was everything i thought it would be and more so thank you very very much indeed <laughs> thanks jim the iab uk podcast louise richardson from pinterest there it's interesting framing isn't it she said pinterest is a platform where people plan for what could happen rather than scroll through what they already did i thought i thought i was very clever um and i totally didn't get the flea bag reference did i and if you if you listen back you will hear that uh, uh within seconds i pretended i did know 
but I didn't and I confessed and that's important and I think that's all right to do with friends. Um, <laughs> that's it for today, but we'll be back next week with another episode. But if you want to listen to more episodes like this one or look at everything else that we're doing to support IB members right now, go to ibuk.com forward slash connected and follow us on Twitter and Instagram and probably very soon Pinterest. Just search for IBUK. Stay safe, stay home and thanks for listening. IAB UK, building a sustainable future for digital advertising.